Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Graham Hotline. He is a writer for MLB.com. Also written for a number of publications and is a uh, proud graduate of Kent State University. Henry Palatello. What's up, Henry? Hey, Mitch. How are you? Doing fantastic, man. It's going to be here talking baseball with you again because we are nearing the Midsummer Classic uh, break here, the All-Star Game coming up this week. And the Guardians right now about to play, uh, about an hour and change from now, about to play their final uh, game before the break against Kansas City. We were kind of talking about this, Henry, uh, the first hour of the show. I mean, kind of gauge your thoughts as to where the team is right now. I know they're kind of in the same pace they were last season, uh, but to me it kind of feels a little more different different than it did the year before maybe it's based on the expectations maybe it's on the style the team has played I mean what do you make of all of it yeah I think it's definitely different from last year I mean last year there was so much of a surprise to everyone across baseball where like you said this year they have some expectations um, I think it's a little different just because the makeup of the team it's a lot of guys getting that second chance now or coming back um, but I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. It, it's a young team, and it makes sense that young teams would struggle early in the season, especially, um, you know, Terry Francona's teams always seems to get hot as the season's gone on. And I think it took a little bit. It took some roster manipulation, some figuring out who fits where. But it seems like they've got a, a really good, you know, system down um, and are really firing on all cylinders going to the all-star break, which, you know, so if you ask most people in Cleveland, you know, you're in first place no matter what the margin is um, at the all-star break, they take it. Um, it was kind of a, a bumpy road to get there, but they're there nonetheless, um, which is, you know, um, pretty, pretty incredible considering where they started the season. No, absolutely. There were times during the season, the first part of the year, where I thought, Oh, is this team really going to uh, be able to compete with their own division this year, let alone some of the teams we were talking about early on as a serious contenders. All right. Now, Henry, one thing that we kind of got touched on last week and we've gotten to today was obviously the pitching situation. I know that, you know, Tristan McKenzie's doing his thing, t- trying to rehab. Shane Bieber is going to be pitching for the Guardians until a trade is actually made. And I want to gauge your thoughts on what you might expect the Guardians to do, even if they're in contention still going into the second half, still trying to fight for the Central, still trying to fight for a serious playoff spot. I mean, do you pull the trigger on a Bieber trade to try and find something you wouldn't necessarily have uh, going into a playoff uh, position? Or do you kind of keep where you are going into the final uh, weeks of the year? Yeah, I think you ask me every day, I'll have a different answer. Coming into this week, I was pretty 
pretty, you know, he's going to get traded. Like it's, it, they were, you know, not trending downward, but really weren't, didn't have a ton of um, momentum going in. It just kind of made sense. But now, you know, they've rattled off a bunch of wins. They're in first place, which I don't necessarily think should dictate what they do with the trade deadline. But it's, um, it's really changed the way I think about it. As of now, my opinion is it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Wilson Contreras situation last year mm. where, you know, kind of from April on, everyone was like, he's the name that's going to get traded. Like, it makes a lot of sense. But a lot of the stuff coming from the insiders was a lot of not, oh, he's going to get traded. Here's, you know, the teams that are in on him. But he's like – no one's really in on him, but it makes sense that he should get traded, which is the same kind of thing. No one's really said, oh, yeah, like it's for sure he's going to get traded or any of that stuff. It's more he would make sense as someone that would get traded. For me, I think it, it really comes down to what they want out of this return. I think, you know, at this point, if he – if Bieber is traded, then it doesn't happen in a vacuum. I think Rosario goes maybe in the same deal. I think at that point, there's probably some middle infielders that are dealt because in theory, they're going to get some other, you know, probably young talent that's on that same timeline as a lot of the guys that are in AAA. Um, right now, if I had to say one, I think no, just because I, I, they waited too long with Francisco Lindor, but still got an all-star out of it. And not that I necessarily think that they will wait too long with Bieber, but I think right now they might just let this ride one more time, especially considering, you know, Quantrill not being good, the McKenzie injury. It's not as much of a sure thing as if they had, um, you know, kind of some more veteran arms to lean on because right now their best pitchers are rookies and you really don't want to put a ton of pressure on them if you can help it as the season goes on. What do you expect of McKenzie? Do you think he's able? He'll be able to ramp up uh, progress going into the latter part of the season, and the team will actually make him active again, or do you think he'll just end up getting the surgery? I think it's going to be pretty reminiscent of Shane Bieber in 2021, where he got hurt really at the same time as McKenzie. Didn't have surgery, came back at the end of the year for two starts in September that were both three innings. And I feel like right now with McKenzie, that's what you can look for. I don't think you really put any pressure on him to impact a pennant runner stretch run. You should just focus on him getting out there, getting a couple innings, a couple appearances, so that way his off season is as normal as it can be compared to, I think Francona said, like you want to go into the off season um, knowing was the word he used. Now what, what you know, um, you know, depends on the situation. But right now in my mind, that's the biggest comp is, you know, two outings, maybe three innings each, um, just to have him get back on a mound and have some better vibes going into the off season. Henry Palatella of MLB.com joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. I mean, Henry, right now, I'm happy, first of all, you brought up that uh, 2020 example with Shane Bieber because it is very similar. Number two was, uh, you know, with the All-Star break coming up, we talked about it last week a little bit. Josh Naylor not being a part of the Guardians' crop of players going into uh, the Midsummer Classic. And it's kind of unfortunate. He even kind of touched on it saying, ah, you know, probably wasn't going to get it. Uh, didn't expect to get it. With the way he's been kind of hitting the last couple of days or last week or so, it's kind of been showing that, hey, maybe he might have been overlooked. Is it more so just an example of he was kind of just lost in that shuffle of players that are playing very well but don't have, like, the same sort of name value or brand value that could lead to you uh, getting a spot on this roster? Yeah, I think that's really it. I mean, he is, by most metrics, having a better season than Vladimir Guerrero, but Vladimir Guerrero is Vladimir Guerrero, right? Um I think that in terms of the fan vote, that's a very big, you know, the pitchers are straight up down to players and so many pitchers aren't 
um, pitching that, you know, it's become a big cycle. I think three more guys made it today, whereas it's a lot tougher with position players. Um, I, I personally, obviously, I, I watch Naylor play every day, whether in person or on TV. I think he should be an all-star just with what he has done in terms of um, his value at the position and what he has done to the, the Guardians lineup. Um, but I think his slow start might hurt him a little bit too. You know, he's really only gotten hot the past two years, the past two months, um, and so he hasn't really been in the you know the zeitgeist doing that kind of thing for as long as some of these other guys. Um, so I think it's just it's a numbers game. Um, I I it, it might be one of those cases where you go on someone's baseball reference page a couple of years now and you're like, wow, this guy got down ballot MVP votes but didn't make us an All Star team. Um, which I think will end up being a case. Um, and so I think it, it, it's, long story short, a mix of both. Um, but in my mind, has, has played like an all-star so far this year. One guy that did end up making the roster that's not going to be taking the trip out to the Pacific Northwest is Emmanuel Classe. I mean, from the accounts, it's that he's going to be coming, returning home, getting some rest, spending some time with his pregnant significant other. I mean, that's, to me, the number one thing. Second thing, though, is Henry, is that do you feel that with Classe, who's, again, leading the league in saves, is a very solid reliever, but also has had some issues with blown saves over the last uh, parts of the season, do you think that this is a, a good thing for him, a, guy, a time that he can kind of recoup and uh, figure, not figure himself out, but try to settle down before rejoining the team? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anytime, like, the all-star break is tough, especially for guys in the bullpen because it's so much, like, you have to make your body ready to pitch every day. So there's always some kind of preparation or work that they'll all have to put in. Um, but I think any time off for him is probably the best thing. I mean, he wants to take the ball every day. Francona wants to give him the ball every day. That's how he manages. Um, and his, I mean, his velocity was down early in the season. It's back up now. He's looked a little better. He's still not missing bats as much as he has last year, which is, you know, really interesting and kind of been something we've watched throughout the season. Um, but I think just any time off right now, even if it, his velocity doesn't, you know, it doesn't impact his ability to have the same kind of swing and miss stuff he had, had last year, just to give him time off when he'll probably be leaned on pretty heavily throughout the second half um, is good for everyone. Um, and so, um, and also good for him to be able to go back home and see, you know, with a significant other during a pretty significant portion of their lives. Um, I'm glad it worked out that that was able to happen for him. Absolutely. Now, we talk about this Midsummer Classic, Henry. It's a game in which the American League has dominated over the last decade. The National League has not won since the year of 2012, but the American League, a little bit injury-bitten uh, uh, going into this game. You have Trout out. You have Judge out. You have Otani seemingly not going to pitch, but he might be available to hit. Could this be a matchup in which the National League finally gets the one-up on a team that's been dominating them since the turn of the 21st century? Yeah, I was... I was Looking at that today, I was like looking at the lineups and everyone that's in it now, and I was like, "Wow, the National League is a pretty clear advantage." Um, and it was, it's always tough to predict division games like that because you don't know who's going to get used when. Yeah. But right now, I think you know the NL has a lot more talent that's going to be active and playing. And if I had if I had to bet, I would probably bet they get it done. Um, and, but now with it not really de it not determining who has home field advantage in the World Series. It doesn't matter as much. I still think it's the best all-star game, excuse me, of the three big sports. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think the, I, the, the National League pretty much now is a clear talent advantage because of injuries. So, yeah, sign me up for, sign me up for them this year. All right, last question. Who do you got in the home run derby? 
Oh, that's a good question. I, I'm going with Garcia from Texas. I okay. think El Bombi is uh, – it's not so much about who can – I mean, obviously you want to hit it far, but it's really about, like, as Pete Alonso showed, who can stay fresh and hit the most in a short period of time and not tire themselves out. And he's a guy that really hits him in bunches. He's had a bunch of multi-home run games. Like, it seems he's just a big, strong guy, which I think will really help him. Um, so I'm going to go with him. Uh, it's kind of a sleeper pick, but also I think it's going to be him and Alonzo. I believe that's how the bracket can go in the finals, and I'm going with him. Yeah, I'm very excited to see that come on Monday night. Henry, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us today, man. Enjoy today's game and enjoy the rest of your week as we head into uh, the break here in Major League Baseball. Sounds good, Mitch. Talk to you later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 